is so wizarding. Hey, 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 what's going on? This is Dee Dee Sweets, host of the Right Man Child podcast, co-host of Casually Sarcastic with Keisha and Dee Dee, and the unofficial fourth member of this podcast. You are listening to the So Wizard podcast. Do me a favor, tell Joey how much you love Miss Marvel. He loves that. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 230 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hello. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Welcome to the new year. To the new year. <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting that. <laughs> you, you are making out in slow motion while Mark sings. I mean, you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to wrap up the year 2018 with some best and worst picks and so much more. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing? Aubrey? Almost over. 2018 is almost in the rearview mirror. How do you feel? Uh, I'm still sick. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, right. it's like two months of still being sick. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of life. Somebody save me. Do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions that you're going to be making for 2019? No. I plan <laughs> on being the same person. How about feeling better? That would be nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that would be really nice, but I don't know. So you won't be adding a boudoir photography tier to our Patreon? That would be cool. <laughs> you know, if we, could, if we could get a whole bunch of Patreon, Patreon peoples, I'd think about it. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe a debate, you know. All right. Well, unfortunately, at the tiers that we have now, it's only going to be Markellis boudoir photography. But oh yeah, you you guys are going to love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would love it. I would think it was fantastic. This is art. Slay queen. <laughs> Mark with no shirt on, with DVDs covering his nipples. Is Anna do poster in the back? <laughs> Anyway, uh, how about you, Mark Ellis? Any New Year's resolutions for the year 2019? Uh, yeah, I do have actually a, a New Year's resolution. And I might have made it last year and didn't keep up with it. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to try it again this year. Uh, whenever we go to uh, shows, I try to buy, you know, I try to support independent comic book creators and buy, uh, you know, buy interesting books, not just from independent artists, but, you know, just the books that I find cool. And uh, I buy them and I read some of them, but I don't read, I don't get a chance to read all of them because I have so many other things going on. So this year, my New Year's resolution is to make it through all of the books that I've bought over the past like two, two or three years and, uh, and review them and hopefully post them somewhere either on Twitter or on the Facebook or the Facebook page or on a website page. Um, but I've read like the creators that I've actually like interviewed and talked to, I've read their books, um, but I have so many other ones that I'm I'm just dying to get through. So New Year's resolution, read this incredibly huge stack of books that I have uh that I've built up over the past couple of years. Sweet. Uh do you really have until April when we start going to cons again? Oh, so. God dog it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I uh I kept my New Year's resolution last year and I did lose weight. So I was very happy with that. We have a long way to go. Uh, so I lost weight mostly by just going to work. Right. <laughs> I, I went from working in an office where I sat on my ass for nine hours a day to working 
in a uh, physical environment where I'm walking 16 to 17,000 steps a day, plus like lifting boxes and stuff. So I lost about 60 pounds. Um, I still need to lose about 40. So I've got a workout plan. I've got a diet plan and I'm going to be getting a gym membership so I can be clanging and banging (laughs) and we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'm hoping to debut a brand new me at, uh, Empire State Comic Con in April. Oh, maybe I'll have like all spandex on. Oh, wow. There we go. <laughs> Let's get those cosplay ideas thrown out there, people. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we'll see. I just want to keep going. I, I lost all that weight, but I didn't change my diet in any way, shape, or form. I literally, the only difference was my job changed. Yep. So I'm interested to see what I can do if I actually put effort into it. There you go. You can do it, put your back into it. I know. It's going to be tough to not eat Burger King, though. Mm. So, especially yeah. when they have cheesy tots. <laughs> Wait, they have cheesy tots at Burger King? Sometimes. Oh. Yeah. I hate Burger King, but uh, I like cheesy tots. Uh-huh. I like Burger last King's year, burgers. Last year, I ate, I drank way too much bourbon and uh, puked up Burger King everywhere. So, I haven't eaten it since. <laughs> yeah, that'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, I like their burgers, but I don't like their fries. And I like McDonald's fries, but I don't like their burgers. But I refuse to be like my 600-pound life enough to like <laughs> buy burgers at one and fries at another. So, But the other uh, positive, and knock on wood, we still got a few days. But nobody di- that I was close to died in 2018. Hey, so. all right. We made it. We did it, fam. Awesome. Yeah. So good times. All right. Well, uh, Markellis, since every episode is somebody's first why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? Sure. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you also find movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts. Uh, look good while you're representing our show. Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. You click on that big yellow A, you do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our little show here. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. You can find us on Podbean. Find us on Google Play Music, and you can also uh, stream our show through Spotify, which is one of my favorite ways of listening to podcasts. Uh, You can also support our show through our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can support our show with a little bit of funds and uh, receive extra content. Uh, Shout out to all of our fellow podcasting buddies. Back to you, Joey. That's my favorite Chris Chan quote of all time. <laughs> it's, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, just a heads up to the listeners out there. If it sounds like we're struggling more than usual, it's because it's 830 in the morning. <laughs> a little a little behind the scenes. They don't need to know all of that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I haven't gone to sleep yet after work. But we're, we're making we're making no hashtag no weeks off. That's we're making right. this shit happen. So Yes, our schedules are crap. Yeah, it's tough when there's the holidays, but anyway, so we're going to jump into best and worst of 2018, and I thought we would start with TV shows. Now, we don't do a lot of TV shows on the podcast, but when we do, we definitely uh, find some good ones and some bad ones, so I figured we'd start with the best TV show of 2018, according to Mark Ellis. Well, uh... Yep, I don't really watch that many TV shows, and the ones that I do watch, uh, it's tough for me to make it through to the end of them. I usually watch like the first couple episodes and then bow out. Uh, but the one show I will say is my favorite this year was Atlanta. Um, I might have said that last year, too. Uh, Donald Glover's TV show is so amazing. It's There's so many different levels to it, and you never know what each episode is going to be. It's so unique. It's unlike Anything that I've seen on television, I know people have said it's like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I've never watched that shit. Uh, but 
Atlanta with Donald Glover, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and uh, Brian Tyree Henry, and Zazie Beetz. Uh, the four of them together, uh, it's always interesting to see what uh, what storyline they're going to present each week. It's such an amazing show. It's unlike anything that I've ever seen on TV, and I can't wait for, for the next season. Uh, so uh, that's my number one show, number one TV show, Atlanta. All right. Aubrey, how about you? What is the best TV show of 2018? Um, I watched a lot of older shows this year, so I'd say Parks and Rec. But if I'm talking about like new things that came out and I had to wait for them to come out, South Park was pretty on point this year. Um, and other than that, the only new thing I watched was Sabrina. So it would have to just by default go to Sabrina. What about Jessica Jones? Did that come out this year? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Season two kind of wasn't that good. Yeah. Outside of Patsy's music video, it was pretty forgetful. Yeah. I mean, I even forgot it came out this year. I thought it came out last year for some reason. Uh, I, I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's just not as good as season one. Well, guess what? It's going to be canceled soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. We're being honest. All right. All right. All right. Well, my best TV show of 2018, without a doubt, this was our. This was number one from the second I started watching it. It's going to be YouTube original. Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If I had made it through the other episodes, I would have said that one. Or Daredevil. I uh, I watched the first two episodes that were free on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I thought they were great. And then I powered through the rest of it through... <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> through uh, through somehow. I don't, I don't know what happened. They just appeared on my phone. Um, and I, I watched the whole season in probably like a day. Which isn't hard because they're half-hour episodes anyway, but right. like, it's fucking phenomenal. I cannot wait for season two, and there'll probably never be another season because everybody just pirated it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so probably no season three. Also, uh, Asterix, uh, honorable mention to the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I have been powering through and is fucking fantastic. Cannot wait for season two of that to come out. Oh, I think it's just season one, part two. Sorry. But whatever. Can't wait for more of that. I love it. But now, what is the worst TV show of 2018, Mark Ellis? Uh, so the wor- the what I think is probably the worst show that I watched in 2018 is actually uh, actually an anime. Uh-oh. What did you say? <laughs> Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this one, it does, I wouldn't say it belongs in the trash, but I was kind of disappointed by it. Uh, it's called Love and Lies, uh, and it, yeah, <laughs> right. It, it's called Love and Lies. It's basically about a it takes place in like a weird type of future where uh, if you're as soon as you turn 16 years old, um, you get assigned. Uh, a, uh, a, if you're a boy, you get assigned a wife. Pretty much. If you're a girl, you get assigned a husband. Uh, they marry kids off um, in order to help the population of the world uh, or the population of Japan. And uh, basically, it's a love triangle. This kid tells his, in like typical high school TV show fashion, this kid is a geek. Uh, his his girl crush is like like Mary Jane, most beautiful girl in school. And uh, he's been spending years waiting to tell her how much he loves her. And the thing is, he tells her, and she's like, yeah, I feel the same way. I felt the same way for years. And I'm like, holy shit, good for you, kid. Uh, but then he, it's like on his 15th birthday, is right before his 16th birthday he gets assigned um uh to get married to another girl so it's basically a love triangle between the three of them and uh i watched like all the way to the end because i'm like who's he gonna pick and, <laughs> and at the very end of the last episode they don't tell you he walks into a church and the both girls are standing there in wedding dresses and then credits what? I'm like you motherfuckers <laughs> So yeah, apparently season two is coming out, and there's a movie and another um, uh, manga book that is, that's coming out. But I didn't know that, and I watched the entire. I got sucked into the entire show one day, and uh, I was so mad when I got to the end. So uh, Love and Lies, great anime, shitty ending of season one. Sounds awful. Yep, belongs in the trash. <laughs> How about you, Aubrey? What's the worst TV show of 2018? Probably Jessica Jones. Oh what. <laughs> Wow! Just because I didn't, I didn't watch much TV this year, right. so I I would have to say Jessica Jones. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything else that I've watched that's worse. We it was pretty disappointing. Yeah. We didn't make Aubrey watch anything else this year for TV shows. Uh, I feel like well, we're... there's there's something, but I'm not going to give away my. Pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, for me, and I only watched one episode of this, but one episode was enough, and that would be DC streaming service presents Titans. No. And I, and with an asterisk, I mean, I didn't watch a lot that was bad this year. And, and this is going to be something we'll come back to in movies. Mm-hmm. There was nothing I watched that was face meltingly awful. Yep. But this was not good, at least for me. It was just was just too violent and just not what I wanted from a Titans TV show. I don't know if it got better or not as the season went on, because I'm not going to make the effort to try to find it and watch it. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I was not a fan of the pilot of Titans. Uh, that was pretty bad. So that was my pick for the worst TV show of 2018. But it's not really the worst. So don't get too crazy <laughs> angry <laughs> right. if you're watching Titans and you like love it or something. I'm not saying this is like <laughs> like a pile of shit. It's just not for me. And it could be improved in the 10 episodes after that. Right. Right. So if you're, if you're a geek and you're angry, wink, wink, calm down, it'll be okay. It's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll move on to our next category, which is our most progressive category on the show. Definitely part of the year 2018, the man or woman crush of the year. (laughs) Mark Ellis. Yep. Who, all right, so with the rules of this, you can't pick someone you already picked. So Tom Hardy is out. <laughs> uh, and it, it helps because, honestly, Aubrey, you would just give it to Tom Hardy every year. Yeah, seriously. I would. I would just <laughs> give it to Uncanny Megan every year. But I've already picked her a couple of years ago, so I can't do it again. And I got to tell you, I'm subscribed to the Ana de Armas uh, Reddit. Oh, really? And it's very hard to not just give it to her as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first question this year. It's like, was she in a movie this year? Can I pick that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot pick someone you already picked. So, Mark Ellis, who is your woman crush of the year for 2018? All right. So I have two this year. All right. Or technically three, but two. Um, so my main number one crush of the year is Dee Dee Magno. From uh, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it. Uh, she voices Pearl on Steven Universe. Oh, okay, okay. And she used to be in my all-time favorite singing group in the world, The Party, back in the nineties. Uh, so she's been my crush forever, and I actually got to meet her this year, which was like a lifelong dream of mine. So uh, <laughs> just the fact that I actually got to put my arms around Dee Dee from The Party makes her a woman crush of the century, but. Since I haven't nominated her before, she's Woman Crush of the Year. And then right underneath that second level, Woman Women Crush of the Year, Rock Candy Podcast. I love their show so much. I think they're awesome. Uh, so, yeah, if the podcast can be a woman crush, I'm going to pick Rock Candy Podcast. I love them. <laughs> awesome. I do love that show, too. Excellent. Mar- so, Mark Ellis' picks are on the board. Aubrey. Uh, I'm going with Ryan Reynolds. He had a good year. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, he had a good year. He did a bunch of interviews that were funny. We'll go with him. He had his uh, mobile game commercials too. <laughs> you couldn't get away from. That's right. This is why I don't watch TV. We carried at my other job uh, gummy tiny hands from Deadpool. <laughs> That's funny. That's amazing. That's somewhat amazing. So. This is my favorite category every year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I have a lot of uh, of picks. <laughs> all right, so Mark Ellis. Is, is this going to be a cosplayer? That, that My money's on cosplayer this year. Okay. So, you know, I have a lot of people that I was thinking about. First off was, uh, I don't know the actress's name, but she played Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Hannah something. Oh, she's rather easy on the <laughs> eyes. Um. And I don't know the actress's name, but the girl that plays Sabrina on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Melissa Joan Hart. No. <laughs> oh, the new one. Yeah. The yeah, new yeah. One. It's like Kiernan something. 
I checked. She's over 18, so it's okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite YouTuber, uh, Jenny Nicholson, who you may know from this sound drop. I am Thanos. Give me all your special rocks. <laughs> uh, I think she's the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no one else has understands my sense of humor, but it's fine. So it really came down to two cosplayers. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Both of whom we met this year. Uh, there was Sinofa Bantha, AKA Elena strikes mm-hmm. or Neptune explains it all. AKA Neptune suicide. And I decided to go with Neptune. They're both extremely attractive ladies. Uh, very cool. When we met them, very awesome. Very fun to follow online slash stock online. Sorry. <laughs> but I decided to go with uh, Neptune because I have been stalking. I mean, following her longer. Yes. So that's my woman crush of the year. And I can vouch for when I met her at New York Comic Con that she was cool as hell and she smelled really good. Right. I just want to throw this out um, to everyone. It's probably already known, but just in case you didn't know, Joey runs the uh, Soul Wizard Twitter page. So when I see these these uh, really sexy images pop up <laughs> on my Twitter, I'm like, whoa, what is that? Oh, Joey, we're following her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I just resurrected my old Instagram and I'm going to try to move a lot of my followers <laughs> Um, not for like cosplayers, but so much, but like maybe like adult film actors uh, yes. stuff over onto my personal page. But yeah. we'll try. We'll see. It's not a big deal. Whatever. <laughs> We're red blooded American males and Aubrey. We can, <laughs> we can like anything we want. That's right. That's right. If you don't like it. Change your station. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we've got those goofy categories out of the way. Let's jump into movies. So we review a lot of movies on the show and we talk about movies and movie trailers and movies, 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 movies. So let's talk about the best five movies of 2018. Mark Ellis, give me your top five movies. All right. Top five. So number five, Ready Player One. What? Uh, I fucking love this movie so Ugh. much. I I wasn't sure. Like I kind of forgot about it, and I had to look through like all of the movies that I watched this year. I gave this movie a really high rating. Forget it, about anime. This list belongs <laughs> in the trash. I love this movie. I think it's awesome. Um, oh boy! Just the fact that I'm sorry for one particular scene of a a Gundam jumping out of Serenity to fight Mechagodzilla. Like that one scene alone puts this on the list. You know when like your parents aren't mad at you, but they're disappointed. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. It, it was a last minute entry. Um, it it booted out my actual. So number six, if I can. Well, actually, no, I'll save that for later. Uh, so number five is uh, Ready Player One. Number four is Mission Impossible Fallout. I fucking love that movie. It's one of the best movies of the year. Uh, number three, Avengers Infinity War. Low. Yeah, it is pretty low, but it, there's other movies that are better. Uh, and it does kind of hurt Avengers that it's part one of two. You know, you can't really judge it on its own. I mean, as a film, you can judge it on its own, but as a story, you kind of need the rest of it to see how it balances out. Everything in balance. Number two, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The most fun I've had at the movie theaters all year. Just I'm, I've already seen it twice. I can't wait to go see it again. And but not it, fun enough to be number one. <laughs> right, right. There's one movie this year that I saw that was way better than it had any right to be, and that was Black Panther. You know, it it's a movie that you know it. All Ryan Coogler had to do was stick the landing. All he had to do was pull uh, Scott Derrickson, like uh, Doctor Strange, and just take this character. Make it sensible, make it um, acceptable, and just stick the landing. He didn't have to go above and beyond. He crafted one of the most amazing superhero origin movies uh, I've ever seen. It's staggering the level of uh, of thought and of filmmaking that went into this movie. It's it, unbelievable. I've seen it four times in the theaters uh, and at least three times on, um, on a DVD. And every time I watch it, the movie just blows me away. It's staggering how how much he got right and how well-crafted it is. He is one of the 
with only these couple of films that he's made, he's one of the most amazing filmmakers that we have right now. So uh, Black Panther, way better than it has any right to be. It's a staggering, amazing movie. Then it's a amazing superhero movie. So that's my number one, Black Panther. Wowzers. Uh, all right, Aubrey, how about you? Uh, thank you for asking. Let's see. <laughs> number five. Venom. Number four, uh, Venom. Uh, number yeah. two. <laughs> I mean, I would say number five would probably... God, so many movies came out this year. Number five would actually be Smallfoot. Which is what? Like, yeah, and it was really good. Um, I went and I saw it with Noah, and um, it's actually kind of funny because I feel like the undertones of it are like anti-religion, which is really funny for a kid's movie. Because you go in and the Yetis have these things called the stones that they abide by and like they truly believe in. And they try not to go outside of the stones or else they think bad things will happen. And then they learn like there's this whole different world and that the stones were just a lie to keep them from going out and meeting like new people and exploring the world and potentially getting hurt. So it was kind of funny, but that was a really good movie. Um, I think it was really well done. So that would be my number five. Uh, number four, probably be um, Bumblebee. <laughs> we'll talk more about that on our Patreon episode, but I thought it was really good. I'm hopefully going to see that this week. I still haven't had a chance. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to spoil too much, but I, I do feel as though it was one of the best Transformers movies that's come out. It's a very low bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, number three would probably be Solo. Um, that was really good. Actually, no, number three is um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Wow. Yeah. I, I love Jurassic Park in general. <laughs> so I think that that, really played into it i like chris pratt i appreciate that bryce dallas howard had sensible shoes um so i just appreciate her yeah you know i'm i actually really like following her instagram because i feel like she doesn't wear clothing that is um <laughs> you're speaking my instagram <laughs> language know, right bryce she, dallas i'm typing it up right now, <laughs> like typing right now. <laughs> she she has a body type that i feel as though i have so when I see like the type of clothing that she's wearing and everything, she doesn't hide the fact that she is like bulky and I, I, I'm not calling myself fat. I'm just saying like I have broad shoulders and you're husky. I don't even know if I'd say husky. I think just like <laughs> I'm, I have a more defined bone structure. Um, and I feel as though she does too. So I really appreciate her Instagram and the type of clothing that she wears. Cause it's not like other celebrities. She's very sensible in real life. Uh, where was I? Number two would be solo. And then number one, what did I leave the movie theater? Absolutely loving. Bo oh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yep. Number one, Bohemian Rhapsody, hands down. 100%. Honorable mentions would be Venom because I feel like that just is a given that that would be in my top five. So I try to spice it up a little bit. But number one, hands down, Bohemian Rhapsody. That movie was amazing. I absolutely love it. Love how it was directed. Everything about that movie is just amazing. Nice. Very nice. All right. I will jump into my top five. So number five was Creed 2. I thought that was phenomenal. Mark loved it as well, but somehow did not make his top five. Mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Had a fantastic training sequence, great music, great fights, callbacks to the greatest Rocky movie of all time, Rocky Four. Can't go wrong. Creed Two, number four, Black Panther. That's uh, low. What? <laughs> that's, what was that? That's low. Low. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought it was great. It, it, any other year, that could be number one. But there were other movies I liked better. So, And I saw Black Panther twice in the movie theater, and I probably watched it three times on Blu-ray at least. So 
and uh, and just pretty much everything Mark said. The movie's fucking phenomenal. I think the only thing that dropped it down a little bit was the dodgy CG at the end. Yeah, where all of a sudden it's like 2003's hottest <laughs> superhero movie. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely like <laughs> Spider Man Three. Yeah, it was not CG. the Rock is the Scorpion King bad, but <laughs> it, it was not good. But that's it's it, that's nothing. That's like a nothing complaint about a movie that's pretty close to perfect. So yep. uh, number three was for me was Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. I love Queen. Everything about it was great. Remy Malek acting the fuck out of his part. Um, I know a lot of people that we know and respect their opinions and, and Nick from Epic Film Guys have not liked this movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I know Nick hates it like a lot. And it's always fun to bust his balls about stuff, but I just I don't get it. I don't understand why people don't like this because I just fucking love it. I cannot wait to get this movie on Blu-ray and watch it again. All right. So then moving into the top two. Uh, number two, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's phenomenal fucking film. Any other year, this is number one. Yeah. Yeah. Any other year, it's already in my uh, top five or whatever superhero movies of all time. It is that good. If you are sitting at home and you're like, I don't want to go see a kid's cartoon. <laughs> shut the fuck up and get your ass to the movie theater. This movie is phenomenal. Uh, it was just so good. And we just talked about it a couple weeks ago, so you can go back and listen to that if you want. But number one has to be Avengers Infinity War. Nope. Just part of the culmination of 10 years of phenomenal Marvel movies. My favorite storyline from the comics, my favorite villain from the comics brought to life perfectly by Josh Brolin and the CG wizards behind the Marvel movies. Just fucking phenomenal. Uh, it definitely has an Empire Strikes Back feel with a down ending and characters dying left and right. Um, this could obviously drop way down the list or stay, depending on if they stick the landing next year <laughs> with Avengers Endgame. Uh, but I don't really have any doubt that they will. So number one for me, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, so that, that, that feels about right for you, dude. Yeah. And I mean, with Empire being my favorite Star Wars movie and my favorite movie of all time, I mean, this is right up there. So, uh, you know, so with the best, of course, must come the worst. So what is the worst movie that you saw this year, Mark Hillis? You know, this was kind of a tough category for me because I love movies. I love the experience of sitting in a theater and watching a movie. But there was one movie in particular that made me say, you know what? After about 15 minutes, I'm just going to leave. I just get up and walk out. I don't want. I don't really need to watch this movie, and uh, that was Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy. I don't even know what that is. Exactly, she plays a mom of a college student. Oh, who, I saw a preview for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Who never like she never graduated from school, but she still had credits, and I forgot why. But she she wound up going back to college with her daughter, and it's atrocious like i i thought that that um that goldie hahn amy schumer movie from last year was bad this movie is a hundred times worse than that it's i'm seriously i'm watching a movie i'm like who who the fuck isn't finds this funny at all it's not smart it's not there's it's the most laziest filmmaking i've seen in forever and it was just awful um so yeah i almost got up and walked out but i'm like you know what i'm gonna give it a chance I want to make sure that I know this movie is bad. And yeah, yeah, it's it's the worst movie I saw this year. Um, honorable mention goes to Truth or Dare. That movie, <laughs> that's a horror movie that just gets worse and worse as the movie goes on. It's fucking horrendous. Excellent. <laughs> or not excellent. Uh, Aubrey, what is the worst movie of 2018? The Happening. What? That movie's like 10 years old. I know, but I just watched it this year. So that's my, and I haven't seen like a movie in theaters that was bad. So I have to go with that thing. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, the movie was fucking awful. But you're very lucky that uh, you know you didn't have to actually go see it in a theater. So yeah, yeah, that is true. Alrighty. Uh, so you know this is a lot like TV for me. Usually by about. March. I already know what the pick is. 
votes for this category mm-hmm. or, you know, we're close. You know, it's certainly by September. I know what the worst movie of the year is going to be. But this year, I just I didn't see anything again like TV. I didn't see anything face meltingly awful. There wasn't anything I walked out of the theater just furiously angry that I spent money or time on. Certainly saw a lot of bland movies. Can anyone at all remember anything about Tomb Raider? <laughs> uh, Walter Goggins was in it. And the girl that played Tomb Raider is very attractive. Yes. And she wrote a, a, a 10 speed through um, through London. And I was looking for open all powers in the background. <laughs> <laughs> We're all looking for open all powers. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like there, I saw a lot of bland movies. Um Pacific Rim Uprising, Tomb Raider, but the two that stuck out as probably the worst of what I saw. And again, this isn't like years past where there was like Independence Day returgence or something where I like I question like whether man should have made moving pictures on a screen (laughs) after watching it. Uh, I would probably go with either Netflix originals, both of them. Oh, God. (laughs) Right which was just a mishmash mess of crap and just very blah <laughs> or my actual pick, which is going to be Netflix presents the Cloverfield oh, paradox. Come on. Boo. What a boring blah. Nothing of a movie summed up by a giant Cloverfield monster <laughs> just showing up randomly at the end and going like, Hey kids, remember me? It's Cloverfield. <laughs> I love that movie. Fuck that movie. Love that movie. It is not that good. (laughs) It is the definition of a two and a half out of five movie. (laughs) It's just very boring. Uh, So, yeah, I guess the worst movie of the year for me is Cloverfield Paradox. But again, Asterix, much like uh, TV, I didn't really see anything that was that bad. So, uh, I'm not putting this in the same category as some of our past worst movies of the year. It's certainly no Batman v Superman Dawn of Just Ass or something like that. But it was probably the worst of what I saw. So the Predator was uh, wasn't that great either, but it wasn't <laughs> that good. But we, we've talked about the Predator. Yeah. So let's uh, go with a couple more things for movies. Now, what was the most disappointing movie that you saw? It doesn't have to be the worst, but something that disappointed you. Aubrey. Aquaman. <laughs> wow. I had high hopes for Aquaman. And uh, I remember when we first started talking about it, I said I really had high hopes and I really wanted this to be a good movie. And I was rooting for it the entire time and it just fell flat. I'm surprised uh, de-aged Tamora Morrison wasn't your man crush the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even the older guys look like they're melting. <laughs> yeah. And interesting. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? What was your disappointment of the year? Uh, so I have I have two, but I have one main one. Main disappointment of the year was, and you just mentioned it a few seconds ago, The Predator. Uh, I love Shane Black. I love Fred yep. Decker. Monster yep. Squad is my fucking jam. Uh, this looked like a nice throwback to the original one. I was all set for it. And as the movie went on, I'm just like, oh, no, no. So, uh, yeah, that was my main biggest disappointment of the year. And as a runner-up, uh, the movie Kin, K-I-N, uh, was about a little kid in Detroit who finds an alien weapon. I uh, was from the producer of Stranger Things. Uh, it had, I could see the ideas. I can see what they were trying to do. And it's one of those movies that it's kind of like um, like The Abyss. You know, it's a movie that you it starts off as one movie and it ends as a completely different movie. Uh, and this movie, it's it started off as like a, a weird like road trip type of movie with this kid and this alien gun. And where it ends is a completely different type of movie. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, it's a musical. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a musical. Um, but uh, a, a, one of my favorite actors shows up at the end. I'm like, holy shit, this is really cool. And the the setup for the sequel is fucking badass. But the the entire movie... The ninety-eight percent of the movie that came before it is shitty. The last two percent is like, oh, that's a cool idea for another movie, and it just it sucked. And I can see what they were trying to do. They they laid out the breadcrumbs very nicely for me, and I'm like, oh, that's very cool. But they didn't stick the landing, and they they well they stuck the landing, but they the journey was just rocky as shit. So 
Kin, K-I-N, good idea, a horrible execution in the story. Very disappointed because it could have been, the sequel would have been like the most, it would have been like into the Spider-Verse level of coolness and it's not. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. All right. Well, I will uh, say my most disappointing movie of the year was Tom Hardy as Venom. Uh. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> and the reason that I thought it was disappointing was for a lot of reasons. One, it's just not that good. Uh, two, I'll, there was a lot of scuttlebutt on Twitter and social media before this came out that it was like really bad, like really, really, really bad. So I got really excited that I was going to get to see like a really bad movie (laughs) and it wasn't bad and it wasn't good. It was just kind of there. And this is something we've talked about when we reviewed Venom and and even when we reviewed Aquaman, the best parts of the movie are things that have nothing to do with the plot of the movie. So (laughs) I could watch an hour and 45 minutes of Tom Hardy just walking around talking to Venom in his head Mm -hmm. and jumping into lobster tanks. That's great. I loved that. All that stuff was great, great, great. Then there actually has to be a movie. (laughs) Right. And the movie part is terrible and boring and feels like, again, 2003's hottest superhero movie. So, like, you know, I just I just wanted it to either be good or be so bad that I'm laughing at it in in the movie theater. And I got neither of those things. So I was very disappointed by Venom. Uh, I will echo Mark Ellis as well for the predator. I gave it a little more leeway because I kind of see what they were trying to do, which was to make a bad, like B action movie. It just didn't work right. <laughs> at all period. And it makes me sad that maybe we won't get Fred Decker and uh, Shane black making something cool again <laughs> with any sort of budget. So that makes me sad, but all right. So then we're going to go for our most surprising movie of 2018 what surprised you aubrey when you were sitting in the movie theater just like what the maybe good maybe bad like what just took you by surprise uh bumblebee being as good as it was took me by surprise you are making me want to go see this sooner rather than later <laughs> yeah I, you know i was really surprised at how good it was and not just because Haley steinfeld's it. in it right hmm. right i actually really enjoyed it wow Interesting. I am stunned considering how terrible the uh, previous Transformers movies have been. So interesting. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, Yeah. So I had two really big surprises at the movies. Uh, My main one, the one that surprised me the most is the one that was going to be my honorable mention in my uh, uh, best movies of the year. And that was Upgrade. That movie is so cool. It's what Venom should have been. Uh, you got a guy who gets programmed, a guy who gets uh, put into a car accident, body gets all messed up. He gets this electronic chip uh, implanted into his neck and it uh, is able to let him move. But then the the, the chip kind of uh, lets him know that he can go out and fight crime. He can go out and figure out who it was that put him in an accident. And it's and it's him talking to almost talking to Venom inside of his head. And uh, the fact that the guy looks like Tom Hardy is pretty ridiculous, uh, but it's it's such a cool movie. It's it's rated R, great violence, good action, and a really good story and a really cool ending too. So uh, upgrade surprised the hell out of me. The second one is a movie called Tully with uh, Charlize Theron about a a mom who uh, she's like she has two kids and uh, pregnant with a third one on the way, and it just it's a really good look into life of motherhood. Unlike I've seen in the movie theaters, there's no explosions. There's no, uh, no big, uh, big moments, but it's an, incredible, oh, I'm out. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's an incredibly smart script and it's, and it, I don't want to give it away, but it's much better than you would think it is. It's really, really cool. Uh, it's from Diablo Cody who did Jennifer's body and, uh, Juno, uh, she's a really good writer and she wrote an amazing script for uh, Charlize Theron. So Tully definitely surprised the shit out of me. I was in a theater going, this is unbelievable. And, and there was like <laughs> four people in the theater with me. <laughs> no one knows how good this movie is. Oh, wow. I have to see Upgrade. I've heard nothing but good stuff. I was watching a YouTube video of a person that I follow about movies and she had it in her top 10 movies of the year. And I was just stunned when it came up. So. Yeah, it was almost number five, almost for me. 
Wowzers. All right. Well, I definitely have some surprises. Uh, previously mentioned Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I knew it would be good. I wasn't prepared for how good it really was going to be. I walked out of that theater with my mouth agape of how <laughs> fucking awesome that movie was. <laughs> so, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, let's see here. What else did I have? Oh, Overlord, oh. which was not great. But I was expecting to be dog shit, and it was actually like serviceable and fun. So it didn't make my top ten five of the year or anything. But I was surprised at at how good it was. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. uh, not for Aubrey though, not a movie for Aubrey. But <laughs> and uh, finally, Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. Again, another movie we watched on a lark strictly because Kurt Russell was in it. And I was, again, totally surprised at how much fun I had watching it and how fun it was to see and see Kurt Russell having a blast playing Santa Claus. So I still recommend that one to anybody. And those are my surprises. So that is movies for 2018. We'll start wrapping it up here. Aubrey, what are you looking forward to in 2019? Trying to think what comes out in 2019. Um, death, sweet, sweet death. <laughs> death, sweet release. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is Captain that a- Marvel, though. Oh. Hands okay. down. Captain Marvel. And we have such a great repertoire of movies that are coming out in 2019. I cannot wait for all of them Aladdin, Lion King, Avengers, Dark Phoenix, Shazam, Glass even looks good. New Star Wars is coming out, New Mutants, the new Godzilla, the new Spider-Man. I mean, this upcoming year is movie central. Awesome. What about you, Mark Ellis? Give me some stuff you're looking forward to next year. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one movie that's coming out next year. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Damn right. Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> Wait, are are we getting an Angry Birds too? Because that might change yeah. my. Uh, oh, I actually like Angry Birds, the movie, not the Thanks not the game. Um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Avengers Endgame is the only thing that I care about. If you you can take off all the other movies, including Episode Nine, as much as I love JJ, you can take everything off the slate as long as I get my Avengers Endgame. I'm good. So that's really that's really the main thing I'm looking forward to. Of course, I want I want to see everything else, obviously, uh, but Avengers Endgame. That's my target. That's my bullseye right there. All righty. I've got a few things I'm looking forward to next year. Obviously, Avengers Endgame is number one. God, I can't fucking wait to see this movie. Uh, I'm super excited for Episode Nine, Star Wars Episode Nine. I really want to see J.J. Abrams just knock it out of the fucking park, especially after all the nonsense with Last Jedi, whether you liked it, whether you hated it. Um, I just I want it just be universally praised star wars movie where everybody can just love star wars and <laughs> not have to deal with all this nonsense and uh, i'm really excited for stranger things season three that's gonna be fucking awesome taking place mostly in the mall oh <laughs> if jesus the, if the uh cryptic uh arg like advertising they've released is uh it's correct it looks like it takes place at the town mall so that's gonna be very 80s fun and uh, I, you know what? I can't believe Mark didn't bring it up, but the trailer just dropped about a week ago. Jordan Peele, us. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Aubrey, you will not be on the show that week. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. As it looks very scary. So that is what we are looking forward to. Well, that is it. That's 2018. Uh, let's get some shout outs out there. Mark Ellis, anyone you want to shout out for the year as we move forward into 2019? Uh, yeah, just shout out to all of our podcasting buddies. Uh, Colt 45, Fans Up Patrol, uh, Countdown, Home Video Hustle, uh, Rock Candy Podcasts, Pina Comics. Angry Geeks, um, uh, Superhero Speak, and uh, n- Not Another Nerdy Podcast, uh, Dinner in a Podcast, uh, All everybody, you know. Goes uh, to the Stratosphere, <laughs> uh, Comic Confidential. Uh, uh, geek Yogurt. No, no, that's not a thing anymore. No, oh, all right. Um, and so on and so on. And so on and so on. Man, uh, <laughs> yes. BD Sweets. Excuse me, so wizard senior political correspondent Amanda. 
Uh, uh, I will send a shout out to all our Patreons. Yes. Adam, Adam Wallyhawk, the boys at Cult 45, Desmond, formerly from Nerdtastic Podcast, Gary, Home Video Hustle, Iko the Rain Man, Jeremy from the Angry Geek Show, Jessica Nichols, John Amenta, Maggie Farrow, Steven from Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Audio Files version 2.0, and Paul and Wayne over at The Countdown. Love you guys, and thank you for your patronage. We hope we're earning it every month. We certainly earned it this past month watching Twilight New Moon. And uh, if you out there thinking, wow, you know, I have money and I want to give it to So Wizard Podcast. (laughs) And in return, get an exclusive episode of the show every month. You can go to patreon.com backslash So Wizard Podcast and sign up. Now, Aubrey, what kind of shout outs do you have? Um, None. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate all of you. Women who look like Jeff Daniels that yell at GameStop employees. It's like if you ever want to watch bad retail experiences and you ever look up videos, GameStop is always the target. Always. How many GameStop videos have been on the internet this year alone of like customers screaming at them and it destroying the store? Every single one. Every single video that was released of terrible customers has been as at a GameStop. <laughs> Horrid. <laughs> just some final shout outs. Everybody at Altered Reality Entertainment for letting us go to their cons like Rhode Island Comic Con, Empire State Comic Con, and Comic Con as press. Keith Gleason at Plastic City Comic Con and upcoming on our show to pimp his new comic book, Mighty Mascots. Ace Fett over at Lock City Anime and Comic Book Convention. Uh, is that everybody? Uh, Mark Mastel over at Bing Con. Oh, yeah, Mitch uh, over at TerrificCon. I appreciate everyone that's been in our life this year. That's right. I just don't know what's going on half the time. (laughs) That's okay. I think that's everybody. I think that covers everybody. And if we missed you, we still love you. It's okay. Thank you for listening to this ridiculous show every single week. Four years going on five next summer. Unbelievable. Half a decade of So Wizard Podcast. So we'll see you next week. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it will be amazing. On behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Happy New Year. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, I love everybody. Uh, have a great 2019 Wakanda Forever. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. This has been episode number 230 of the So Wizard Podcast. Remember, friends, future events such as these may affect you in the future. (laughs) Good journey. Uh, Neptune, call me. (laughs) 